So welcome back to Mary's Seat of Wisdom Quarantined. This is Father Tim. I'm here with Father Derek, who is eating granola. Delicious granola. Yeah. Might I add? Put that away. Okay. So we're back. Last weekend, this past weekend, a lot of issues with the podcast. So sorry. Uh, There wasn't a podcast on Saturday because someone was bad. And then Sunday, uh, there was issues with the audio. Whoever has an iPhone, it wasn't working on an at least an iPhone. I heard it was working on laptops, but whoever wasn't able to listen yesterday, we apologize. Well, yeah. We can blame someone. How, how does the internet work? The internet works by, they, they call them minions, like these microscopic minions who walk around and take information from one computer to another. Um. So what happened then with the audio? There was a minion who was like, I quit. I'm on strike. Yeah. These people... They don't know me. No, it was probably a Protestant minion. <laughs> I want to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who didn't hear the podcast, it was incredible because Father Derek gave an amazing homily all about Divine Mercy. And I thought we would just kind of talk a little bit about Divine Mercy. Great. Are you excited about this? I am excited about Divine Mercy. I know I don't ever sound excited because this is what my voice sounds like. <laughs> but I am genuinely excited about Divine Mercy. I just, I love the fact that it comes the first Sunday after Easter. Is there a reason for that? Why you like it so much? That is why we, this is why we're doing the podcast to investigate why. Okay. Because I don't really know why. However, I've heard a lot of people who have asked me the question, why? More in a negative reason, because a lot of people don't like the fact that we celebrate Divine Mercy Sunday right after Easter. When do they want to celebrate Divine Mercy Sunday? Maybe during Lent, possibly. Hmm. But it's this idea that we're celebrating Easter, we're celebrating the resurrection, this is amazing, this is awesome, let's party. Wah, and, wah. and like, Divine Mercy sounds really heavy. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, and so, then what is the reason? And my first reaction is, it really isn't heavy. Yeah. This is one of the greatest attributes and gifts right. that Jesus has ever given us. And St. John Paul II was awesome. And he, he was the one who, right? 20 years ago, yeah. It was that long ago? 20 yeah, years? Yeah, wow. 20 years. So I think maybe it comes from a like a not understanding. In the last 20 years, maybe we haven't done a great job of explaining why yeah, that could Divine be. Mercy is just so awesome. Or maybe it comes from uh, people don't like the idea of sin. And mm. in order to experience God's gracious mercy, his divine mercy, you have to be a sinner. Yeah. And... For those who have really sinned, it's those people who are like, yes, every every Sunday should be divine mercy. Yes, exactly. Those who every have day. fallen. And what does it mean to be Catholic? Honestly, it mean, what it means to be Catholic is to fail, to fall, and to get back up again. Yeah, agreed. That's, that's really what it means to be Catholic. And not on your own, Yeah. by your own strength, but by God's strength, you are to allow yourself, allow him to be to pick you up. Yeah. But I like what you said about a lot of people may not think they need mercy. What are the three reactions or the like the three negative? There are three negative reactions people have to repentance or to desiring God's mercy. Where are you coming? Where are you getting? So like, like when we were studying about the sacrament of reconciliation, people have three reasons why they won't go to confession. Usually Mm. the first is this thing that I did. I don't need to repent for it. Because it's, I don't think it's a sin. Okay, so contrition. So contrition, so like, I don't need to be contrite about this because I don't believe that this was a sin. Second, I don't want to change. I like, I like where I'm at. I like 
the sins that I'm sinning and I really don't want to change. And the third is I cannot change. Almost, almost like a despair. Like I have tried everything to rid myself of this addiction. I've tried everything to like get rid of this sin in my life and I just can't. Mm-hmm. So in a way I'm just giving up. No, I like that. I've never heard that before, but that's in my own experience. Uh, true. All of it's true. So how do you get out of any of those three? And this is exactly why I think the Sunday after Easter, we celebrate divine mercy because it's Jesus speaking to our hearts saying, no, 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 no. This is about me. This is about my love and my mercy, no matter what, no matter how deep hmm. your sin or your shame or your feeling of of unworthiness, it, yeah. it's free and it's for you. Yeah. The only thing you need to do is to acknowledge it and then t- to receive it as best as you can. Yeah. So even in, I don't know, just imagine being one of the apostles. After the resurrection, there's so much joy. There's so much happiness with knowing that Jesus has conquered death. And like Jesus proved who he was, who he is. But how much guilt must you still have? God has been victorious and I acted like an idiot. Yeah. And that's probably why people are uncomfortable. Hmm. With the idea of mercy, because it's an acknowledgement of our failings, our weaknesses. Yeah. In the in the homily yesterday, I used um, sort of a didactic of Bishop Barron. He says that we killed God, and God returned in forgiving love. We murdered the author of life, but he came back not in hatred or vengeance, but in forgiving love. He says it's the worst moment in human history, putting God to death. Yeah. But it was also the best moment in human salvation. Yeah. Because God saw us at our worst and loved us anyways. Yeah. I love that. The reading, though, from yesterday, the 20th chapter of John, coming to Thomas, who Thomas was like outrightly refusing to accept the fact that, that Jesus rose from the dead. Yeah. And yet, God is at Jesus is after him. He's like the hound of heaven. You know, he's coming after him saying, no, Thomas, put your hands here. Put your fingers here. Do not be unbelieving, but believe like it's me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Accept this, this reality and we can move forward. Have you ever looked at the divine mercy image? Yeah. You want to explain that? I can try. So this was an image that uh, was given to St. Faustina um, by Jesus himself. St. Faustina, shout out to all those Polish Catholics who are listening. Um, St. Faustina was given an image by Jesus to give to the world of his divine mercy. So uh, right now, whatever you're doing, just pause the podcast and look up on your phone. Just Google image, divine mercy image. Just type that in and it will come up. So do that now. If you're looking at the Divine Mercy image, it's a very simple image of Jesus, but it says a lot. And so I I guess we can put it into the context of this is what Jesus wants to reveal about himself to us. So you have the image of him, very, very simple. The first thing that stands out is the white and the red. Some some images have the blue, some images have the white, but it's basically, yeah, white and red. White represents baptism, that he desires to cleanse us all, to purify us all. The red represents the blood, the, the absolute gift of his entire self in love through his blood, that his blood, his precious blood cleanses us 
Um, my favorite part, two things, his feet and his hands. Like you see his hand and it's raised up, not in like a fist. I can't, so many people think of like God's, like divine mercy is like divine justice. Yesterday we did not celebrate divine justice Sunday. It's divine mercy Sunday. He doesn't have his hands in his fists. He has an open hand. Um, yeah, I like that. Like calling us forth. And then his feet, it's, uh, he has one foot in front of the other. Like, like you said, Father Derek, that he is a hound of heaven, that he's coming after us, that he's walking towards us. He's not backing away because of the craziness of our sins. He continues to walk towards us whenever we fail. And that's at the beginning, that's why I said Catholics like to really be a Catholic. To be a Catholic is to fall and to epically fail, but to get back up. So yeah, that's the image. Yeah. Similarly, the, the rays, they grow, they expand as they get closer to you. Mm. It's the same image with the feet, you know, one in front of the other. You're to imagine that God's mercy is even the farther you are away, the greater his mercy is. He doesn't want you to hold on to your past, but he wants you to surrender it to him. Yeah. So that he can forgive. Bottom line, trust the divine mercy. It's an amazing thing to celebrate it yesterday. Let him change you. Any shout outs? I want to, uh, because we had such a crazy weekend with our podcasts, with podcast drama, yesterday I wished Amalia Magali, who is, did you know she is the daughter of Helen and Magali? Helen Magali. I know, yeah, so she, it's, it's her birthday, it was her birthday yesterday. I just want to shout out and wish her another happy birthday, because yesterday's podcast died. Uh, also pray for Amalia. She is an incredibly courageous medical professional and she's doing a lot helping out with COVID. And just pray for her safety that Jesus may protect her always. Amen. She's so awesome. So, and so courageous. So pray for her. Pray for Amalia today, please. Mary Seas Quarantined is a Mary Seas of Wisdom dynamic original podcast.